Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. It is so close to the weekend. Hell, we might just start it up right now. Why not? Extra day. You're welcome. Hope you're all doing well wherever you are, and I hope you're getting ready to swap up, get up, get your Packers tickets at Ticket King. Ticket King has been based in Wisconsin since 1992. Get on it, people. There's a link you can buy, description of this video. Their Green Bay location is just across the street from Lambeau Field on Oneida Street. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and are members of the National Association of Ticket Brokers. Most importantly, they are staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help put groups together and offer you advice. And your business is truly appreciated by each and every person at Ticket King. They also partner with local Green Bay businesses and tailgate and bus transportation to the games. They are open on game day for last-minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive-thru through windows so do it people you can also find links to each individual game on the schedule at cheeseheadtv.com and in the cheesehead tv app do it folks get on it get your packers tickets hello to everybody in the comments good to see everybody big b is here what's up big b good to see you hope you're doing well man kurt nags is this time Frame permanent for Cheesehead TV. Yes, for Packers Daily will be late afternoon going forward. Um, I'll probably bring back morning chats once we get to camp, and I'll be doing two chats a day. Uh, but going forward, yes, expect Packers Daily. Maybe not always right at 5 o'clock Eastern, but it will certainly be in the late afternoon window. Sometimes later, sometimes earlier, usually around this time. Hi from Denver. Go Pack Go. What's up, Brian? Hello from New York City. I hope you're doing well. hope the uh, Denver air is agreeing with you. Hello, everyone from Mississippi. It's 100 degrees. 100 degrees. It's been lovely in New York the last couple of days, man. I got to say, it has been overcast. and Sun is actually just starting to peek through. It's been the last, like, 24 hours. But, man, I love it when it's, like, a little overcast, a little rainy. You chill out a little bit. Don't get no heat stroke. I love it. But I know those 90-degree days are coming. I think we got one right around the corner. Luke, what's up, buddy? Hope California is well, dude. I'm moving these. I'm loving these afternoon chats. I'm excited for our tight ends. There's two disparate thoughts right there, Luke. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see how they utilize the talent they have at tight end. Um, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that they bring in somebody else at tight end. I think that's something they'll continue to kind of comb the desert as uh, Darth Helmet or Big Helmet or whatever it was. What was his name? Dark Helmet said in Spaceballs. But I think they'll uh, they'll you know, they'll utilize what they've got on hand with an eye towards maybe augmenting the position at some point during camp. But, um, yeah, you guys know I'm big on Tyler Davis. I'm thinking this kid could take a big step if he's given the opportunity and if he makes the most of said opportunity. A lot going on. Big B, elite title today. Thanks, buddy. I love, you know, that's one of the best Favre clips ever. Take back five of them flapjacks. Got to stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Good to see you at uh, happy hour last night. Hope you're doing well. So damn hot here that I'm starting to think that it might be a good time for the Packers to bring back Packy Pack Packer cooked. <laughs> wow, that's a reference. Holy cow. You just lost, like, everybody under the age of 40. No doubt about it. Which Packer has the biggest sophomore year leap? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm going to go with Josh Myers. 
And I know he was solid last year in the time that he was on the field, but I do think uh, we got he's got a lot more to show. A lot the ceiling has not even been close to reached. Um, and that's not to you know, say that there aren't other guys that are going to make a jump, but I think Josh Myers is going to become, you know, a much more uh, consistent, more physical, better player than we saw in admittedly a brief time last year. And you know, I think. I'm not saying he played poorly last year, but I think he can play a lot better, and I think he will. That's just my guesswork. Six four Brewers, big peach. Don't don't jinx it. I know. I was. I got one eye on it. <laughs> Did that dude ever get Banky's old fashioned? I don't know, Scott. I absolutely forwarded it on to Corey. Uh, he did email us, and I, I let Corey know. Um, I have no idea. So if he's here, I know he was staying at. Uh, at Lodge Kohler until Thursday, till today. So I don't know. I'll have to find out. I haven't asked Banky about it. On Culture, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Nice reference in the title. Nags love Favre's impression. I mean, it's an all timer, right? All timer. I love that everybody knows exactly what that is. Like, there's no question. There's no ambiguity. Like, everybody knows exactly what that title is about. It's so great. What does. Quay Walker bring to the inside linebacker position that Campbell doesn't? Ooh, Jack John, that's a good question. Um, lightning speed. Uh, the ability to turn his hips and take tight ends down the seam. Even some wide receivers probably down the seam. And that is one of the reasons you will probably see the two of them on the field together a whole hell of a lot. A lot more than we saw Campbell and Barnes on the field together. Just because when it's nickel time, when it's even dime time at, at certain situations, I think Walker will stay on the field. Now, sometimes they may kick him outside and let him get after the passer, but more often than not, I think they're going to love his speed and not just on third downs, like first and second downs, sideline to sideline. Um, and, you know, obviously Campbell, all pro, it's not, not taking anything away from Devondre and what he did last year or what he's going to do going forward. But yeah, you can't teach speed and Walker's got it in spades. Um, and it really, really changes the dynamic of what they're going to be asked to do in coverage situations. And Campbell not having to probably do as much in that regard as far as like, you know, they do a lot of man match stuff where, you know, dependent on who's breaking where, what the leverage is, like you've got this guy, I got that guy kind of thing. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more situations where Campbell is definitely like in the flat or maybe taking a back out of the backfield rather than having to, haul ass upfield down the seam for a speedy tight end. You know, I think that's going to be Walker's purview. Let's hope so, anyway. Uh, oh, Brandy. Kiki did something or had a bad attitude or what? Man, Brandy coming up with a Kingsley Kiki question on June 23rd. Amazing. Um, I don't know about bad attitude. I, I do know there were you know, some, some, some fire there uh, underneath the smoke. I'll just say that. Um, and I don't even have some specifics. I just know that it's not, it was, his being released was not completely performance related. That's about all I, all I know. BJ Raji for quarterback three. Absolutely. 1000%. Why not? Let's do it. Sign me up. Mm, rewatching last season's games. Can't believe how bad our special teams were. Will Basaccia be enough to fix that hot mess? M, you know me, man. You know I'm, my answer is no. My answer is he will be hopefully a part of fixing that hot mess, but he can't do it alone. 
everything has to change, including the selection of, you know, who stays on the 53-man roster, who's up on the 46-man game day roster, and every, the mentality, everything. Everything has to change. So I think he will be part of it, but he can't do it alone. Got you on the projector for the first time, Nags. Feels very intimate. Well, Jay Western, that's um, that's disconcerting. And uh, so I'm going to leave it at that. By the pool on vacation in Cabo, checking out my favorite Packers channel. Michael, what's going on in Cabo? How you doing, buddy? Hello from New York City. I'll be in the office if you need me. You know, you have a good time. I'll hold down the fort. It's all good. Uh, I may have missed the reason, but why the late daily, Tony? They'll be late from now on because more people are on YouTube late in the afternoon, or at least on our channel, and it's not even close. So it's just a a nod to wanting to get more live interaction and live involvement. Um, I mean, the numbers will probably be the same as far as total views, but as far as live interaction, I just want to get the most amount of eyeballs and the most amount of questions and what have you, you know? And I figured now is a, to- a good time to make the switch rather than say right before the season, get uh, people in that kind of mode of this is when I'm live. That's all. Uh, Brandy. Yes. Walker can tackle. Yes. I saw that uh, question. I mean, yes, everything in his college tape would suggest that yes, he can tackle, but you never know until a guy does it on the NFL level. It's okay. All right. You know, that's a whole nother ball game. And I know he's Georgia. He's playing in the SEC. He's playing against lots of guys who are going to end up in the NFL. I understand that. It's just different, man. It's just different. So we we shall see. I have been watching Love on Instagram, and the kid is putting in the work. I can't wait to see how he looks this year. Big Nick, what's funny about that is I, I totally hear what you're saying because I have seen clips of him in the gym and whatever. But I've also seen this week he's like in some tropical paradise. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's good. Have a great time. I'll be I'll be in the studio. Thanks. No worries. But you're no, I totally hear you. He does put in the work. There is no doubt about it. All those athletes first guys do. They're all really good. Brian, what's up, man? Do you think Amari Rogers continues returning punts, or do you think Dobbs or someone else could be put in that spot? Oh, Brian, I think that is a wide open competition. Um, I know there was a rotation of like four or five guys during the offseason. I think that will continue throughout at least the start of camp. Um, I think Dobbs is a possibility. Cobb, um, Rogers. I think there's a number of guys who could end up with that gig. Um, Amari's in the mix. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, that'll be a wide-open competition. Hey, 5 p.m. Packers Daily over my first beer of the day. Rocks. Thanks, Jack John. I'm right there with you, bud. Hope you're doing well. Nags, why do the Packers still struggle to cover those pesky tight ends? Brandy, that's a good question. That would I would point you to. That being one of the reasons Quay Walker was most likely selected over some other guys who potentially maybe on the outside people thought, okay, this other dude was going to be the first linebacker taken. And then it became Quay Walker in lots of the national media, usually. But, well, they were very surprised by that, except for the guys who got tipped off, clearly, um, who had him to the, going to the Packers in their mocks. Uh, but, yeah, his speed is a big part of that right the idea that they have really struggled whether it's been with safeties whether it's been with linebackers they have really struggled against tight ends and i think quay is a he's not a you know instant solve or anything like that but he is certainly a component that should help in that regard no question about it island hill will do will do returns too i very much agree mr tundra 
Although who knows how up for it he'll be after sustaining that injury last year. Um, but yeah, I think he'll be in the mix, but let's, uh, let's wait and see how long he's out. Cause there's, I would be absolutely shocked if he doesn't start on the PUP, both in the training camp and the regular season. So we'll see. Hopefully he's back sooner rather than later, but I don't think he'll be in the initial conversation. That would be my guess anyway. Do you think we keep all four defensive tackles on the 53 Clark Reed, Wyatt and Slayton? Yes, I do. I very much do. Um, I think Slayton, now we talked about this a little bit on happy hour last night, but Slayton's kind of sneaky, the forgotten man. And I kind of understand it because, you know, Ford is a draft pick and you always kind of the shiny new toy people get excited about, et cetera. But man, Slayton had a really solid rookie season. You know, I'm not sitting there saying he was, you know, potential all pro or anything like that, but he had a really solid year, especially as a rookie, especially just as a rotational piece. And I think he got better the more he played, the more opportunities he was given. He certainly didn't seem too big for him, right? Now, how could anything be too big for him? But I think you give him a full offseason. Now, if he's putting in the work and it always comes down to the guy, right? But if he's doing the work this offseason and shows up ready to go and is given opportunities, I think he's going to maybe not surprise some people because I do think people, when they think of DJ, they think, oh, yeah, like he's this rookie and blah, blah, blah. But he does seem to be a little bit out of sight, out of mind this offseason. And again, I guess I kind of understand it, but I think he could be a real kind of boon to the defense. Just a big ass body who's going to sit in there and take up be an immovable guy who's going to take up spots and he's got some quickness he's got some some quick twitch more so than i th- I would have thought watching his tape in college so um yeah i do think i think those four stick absolutely uh shallow waters the defense did pretty good in its first year is there anywhere it can improve in its second year yeah stopping the run um it's weird because i don't think they ever really looked like you know, the car wreck that was the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago where they absolutely just got run over and run through and around. But, you know, it still was not up to snuff. They still need to be better in that regard. And I think some of that is they got, you know, taken advantage of by some mobile quarterbacks, which kind of pumped up the rushing yardage. But I think just overall, just in gameplay, you know, especially on early downs, maybe base formations and things like that, they have to get better there. They absolutely do. And I think, you know, when and if they do, that feeds into everything. That feeds into more third and longs, more opportunities to rush the quarterback, more opportunities for turnovers, whether that is, you know, getting to the quarterback and creating a fumble or creating pressure on the quarterback, getting forcing him to get the ball out before he wants to. And then your defensive backs being able to take advantage of that. Like it all starts making sure that they're not popping off for four or five, six yards on first down or second down via the ground, you know? So to me, that's the a number one thing. And now the second area obviously is the red zone defense. And they did better as the year went along. They did get some stops, but man, they were fucking abysmal early in the season. That has to improve. Like no question about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Stokes got thrown into games as a rookie. I appreciate that. Oh, Brandy, I think he appreciates that. And I think the Packers will reap the benefits of that. I mean, you think about how much he had to play, probably way more and earlier than the Packers wanted him to. But between, you know, King getting hurt, which wasn't a surprise, and then Alexander going down, which probably was a surprise and really sucked. 
he was called upon quite a bit more than I think the Packers probably had planned. But now, heading into this season, getting Alexander back, having found Razul, and now you got Eric out there, man, you are absolutely flirting with dominance. Now, they got to do the work. That's always my caveat. But, man, that has the potential to be an absolute shutdown secondary. And now a big part of that will be the experience that Stokes got last year. No question. Kaepernick went off in the pack. Yeah, but that was a different defense with different dudes. I mean, A.J. Hawk was on the field when that happened. Yeah, that's like a lifetime ago. Nags, if Crosby continues his struggles, do you think Goody gives B.J. a call? You mean B.J. Raji? Absolutely. I like this new time slot. So do I. Uh, Stokes, that is. He showed up. Yes, Stokes did show up. I think his one rough outing. I mean, he has that rough play in Arizona where they get Hopkins early. Um, he just kind of lost the ball there and stopped. But, you know, the only other game you can really point to is that first Minnesota game. You know, yeah, that was a big baptism by fire in a tough situation. But I think he'll learn from that. I'm very anxious to see how he plays in Minnesota week one and how much they try to go after him because I think they will. B.J. Sander, clearly. <laughs> exactly. Hello from Beloit. What's up, Len? Hello from New York City. Hope you're doing well, man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Does Barry have the gumption to run a traditional 3-4? I mean, yeah, I think he does if it makes sense against the opponent. You know, I think you'll see a lot of five-man fronts, uh, especially on early downs when they want to stop the run. That is something that has been kind of, you know, baked into the Fangio tree, so to speak. The Rams do it a lot. You saw the Packers do it at times, or a number of times last year. Chargers do it. You know, it's just it's part of the gig now in this system. But if there is a team where it makes sense to run a, quote, more traditional 3-4, yeah, I think you will. No question. Michelle, let's go Stokes. There you go, Michelle. There you go, Michelle. That's what I'm talking about. Jair is such a team guy, a captain in every way. Very much agreed, Robin. No question about it. Ready for a London game and fish and chips? Yes, I'm overweight. <laughs> Jay Western. You and me both, brother. But, man, I don't need an excuse. I don't need to be traveling to London for fish and chips. I'll do that anytime. But, yes, 1,000%. I'll be at the dog and duck all week. Look for me there. And I'll be 1,000 pounds by the time it's over. London luxury boxes went sold out right away. Will I struggle to get ordinary tickets? Any news regarding that? M, I don't know if you're a um, season ticket holder. I suspect not, but they are getting their crack next week. Um, people who opted in. You can go to Ticket King. Ticket King has tickets available right now. Go to the, I'll, hell, I'll throw the link in there right now. I'll throw it in the chat. Because that's the kind of guy I am. That is if I have it here, which I think I do. Hold, please. Hold, M. I got it for you here, buddy. Here you go. Uh, this will take you to their main page for the entire season. And then you can find the London game right there. And it, yeah, the tickets are a little bit more expensive, I will say. But they are absolutely worth it. No question about it. Michael, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. After last year's debacle, should we even care anymore about getting the number one seed? You're touching the third rail there, Michael. I mean, they should care. Yes. You should care as fans. Yes. Lambeau should be an advantage. Yes. Which Aaron Rodgers is going to show up? Which offense is going to show up? Which play caller is going to show up? 
let's say they do get the number one seed. Let's say it is fucking freezing. Do they go, you know what? You know what's a great idea? Let's spread it around and throw the ball. Cold doesn't matter. Doesn't bother me anyway. Well, it clearly does. Quarterback seems a short circuit. You know, I you didn't try to seriously run the ball in any meaningful way. I mean, these are the things. And I know Matt was asked about it on the Rich Eisen program, and he said, you know, it's up to us to prove it, that we can do it. So, man, I'm kind of stuck with this idea of, I just to your question, I don't really care. You know, I do think they're going to get it, though, just because of the division they're in. I think they're going to end up with 13 wins and the number one seed. Now, anything can happen. Obviously, you've got a long way to go, blah, blah, blah. But all signs point to probably the number one seed. Now, you know, there's obviously going to be some people coming for gunning for them, et cetera, and anything can happen to hell. They might end up, you know, only winning 10, 11 games. Who knows? But uh, hell, they might, might go, who knows? Maybe they go eight, nine. I don't know. But more than likely, Yes, they will be in contention for the number one seed. And at that point, are you pulling for it? I have to because I'm a Packers fan and I want playoff games in Lambeau and I want to watch the Packers win playoff games in Lambeau. And I want to watch these guys do it because we've watched them stub their toe the last two years. You know, and I don't know how it lays out any better for them than it has the last two seasons when they blew it. Um, But yeah, man. If you're asking me honestly, no, yeah, I don't think you should care. But I do care as a Packers fan about Lambeau and about the fans showing up. And you go and watch that game again, as hard as it is, and just listen to the fans. Listen to the crowd. The vibe was immaculate. The fans did their job. Like, Matt got hired and made this whole big push about the need to reclaim, you know, Lambeau as an advantage and how – we had to pick up the energy, and fans have done their part. Even the Milwaukee crowd has brought the noise. Fans have done their 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 job. It's time for the Packers to do theirs. Told you, Michael, you got me going on that one. All right. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel, whether that's YouTube, Twitch, what have you. We're here to talk Packers each and every day. Do it, people. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. 